Hello, everyone. Welcome to a special presentation, a first-time thing for Elwood City Limits. Yeah, this is a new type of episode. Uh, this is Will Young coming at you. Hope you're having a good week. Uh, I wanted to uh, say just one or two things up top before we get started with this new type of episode called the ECL Flash Forward. I get into a little bit of it at the true beginning of this episode, but it is a new idea. Uh, so if you uh, if you have any thoughts on it after listening to the episode. Uh, maybe you have some suggestions even. I'm, sh- <laughs> I'm sure that you may. We've already gotten some suggestions of what to do for this sort of thing. And now it's an actual thing. So we could always use more ideas. Remember to get at us at the email or at social media. Speaking of that, we are coming up on our 100th episode sooner rather than later. So we would like to hear from you. Uh, If you want to email us or send us a social media message, of course, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. You can uh, message us at any of those platforms. You can also send an email to elwoodcitylimits at gmail.com. Or if you're a patron, you can go to the Discord and leave a memory there. Some of your favorite memories of Elwood City Limits, how you uh, discovered us, uh, the funniest bits of the show, um, anything like that, anything to do with the podcast uh, that you want to share with us for our 100th episode. We really want to hear from you. Hoping to get that episode out by next week. Fingers crossed. The Best of Halifax uh, is coming up. The voting, the nominations for two, for 2019. Now, we're going to have a full kind of um, <laughs> campaign for this once again. But just to let you know, you can go to thecoast.ca, uh, go to the Best of Halifax, and we would be under Best Podcast because we are produced in Halifax, Nova Scotia. And it would be cool for us to win this time. Last year, you guys nominated us in. That was awesome. Uh, We would love for you to do it again. You don't have to register or anything. I think it needs a name and an email address. We will have full instructions for you in case that's a little bit too vague, but uh, coast.ca, best of Halifax, nominate us, please and thank you, and uh, we will get back to that with a bit more of a formal announcement on that uh, pretty soon. And of course, uh, I forgot to do this before, so I wanted to make sure that I thank all of our lovely patrons, like Caitlin Harrington, Chandler LaFave Boten, Christine Wong, Christopher Ifill, Crescent Fresh, Dan, Mike Dawson, Silva. Big things going on in the Pod of Greed, uh, the Pod of Greed, I believe. Check that out, Yu-Gi-Oh podcast. Emily K, Froppy, Gurjot Sangha, Ian Collis, Jake Bailey, Joe Sue, John Dulong, John Griswold, Kaylin Krogull, Kevin Noon, Leanne S, Light Relentless, Macy Ball, Passion Fruit Pavlova, Riley Stevens, Ross Ward, Sam. Solero, Shayna Bennett, Stella, and Teresa. Thank you, everybody. Patreon.com slash Elwood City Limits. Oh, that's right. Actually, I'm probably not going to put an ad break in this episode. So uh, really quick, Elwood City Limits at gmail.com, facebook.com slash Elwood City Limits, at ECL Podcast on Twitter, elwoodcitylimits.tumblr.com, and on Instagram, we are at ECL Podcast. I hope I remembered everything. Let's get to the episode. So, a lot of people have been asking me, have been asking Elwood City Limits to talk about something that's been, well, on the tongues of everybody these days. It is Pride Month. Happy Pride Month, everybody. 
And, uh, well, we are going to be doing it here. We're going to be talking about a new episode of Arthur that everybody has been talking about. I've been talking about, too. If you've been listening to the show, you've definitely uh, heard myself and my co-host Lucas talk about it. Um, So I wanted to go a little bit more in-depth, but the problem is, is that we're not quite there in the Elwood City Limits timeline. But I figured it's time for a new segment of the show, a new part of the show, and uh, a new voice on the show as well. So welcome to the first ever ECL Flash Forward. Today we are talking about Mr. Ratburn and the special someone. So I needed somebody who is much more of an expert on the newer seasons of Arthur than myself. I think she's going to be a great help, and you may also recognize her from YouTube, from the channel Arthur and Buster BFFL. Uh, Viv is here with me today. Hey, Viv. Hello. Uh, thank you very much for being here. I'm really glad to have somebody who's a bit more used to the uh, the new animation, the new season, the new characters in some in some respects. And yeah. uh, I think I think you're going to be a big help. Uh, Viv, can you tell me about uh, your history with Arthur? Of course, you've had your YouTube channel for a while. When did you start watching Arthur? I don't really remember. I think I was around four years old and. I think the first episode that I watched was the very first episode or the writing episode from season one. And I guess I somehow got into it. And there were some episodes that I missed, like the Spanky episode, the one that you don't like. I missed that episode. So when they referenced it in the DW, I'd rather read it myself. If Spanky died, I didn't get, I didn't understood that was a reference. And... I've been uh, keeping up to date ever uh, ever since uh, back then. <laughs> well, that's uh, the, not a bad episode to miss, in my opinion. But another thing that I th- that I really appreciate uh, about your YouTube videos and about yourself is that you have almost an encyclopedic knowledge of Arthur, even more so than Lucas and myself. You uh, you can practically recall the you can recall the seasons, the titles of episodes. Uh, it's really impressive. So I think you're going to be a, a really uh, great resource uh, to have here as we get into this brand new episode of Arthur. Can you tell us a little bit about your uh, your YouTube channel? I know that you don't do just Arthur videos. In fact, you talk about a few other shows. Can you tell us about what type of videos you like to do? Um, I haven't really done much other than Arthur. I did a little bit of Odd Squad, and I think that's just it, but I haven't got into other shows as well, like uh, Backyard Again's Little Bear, and so on. I used to do uh, Arthur review episodes, but I got tired of that. It felt like a chore, so I just normally do whatever I want. That's a good idea. I think you should be be doing whatever's whatever's fun to you and whether that's Arthur or something different. As long as you're making the content that you want to make, I think that's a-okay in my book. I'm a subscriber to yours as well, and I would encourage everybody to go and uh, subscribe to you, Arthur and Buster BFFL on YouTube. So, okay, so here is a question for you as we begin talking about Mr. Ratburn and the special someone. I'm not very versed in these newer in the newer seasons. Do you know when they would have put in the new intro? Um, it's season 16. That's so impressive. How did you know that? I I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure if I'm right about that, but if 
think I rewatched the very first episode of season 16 and it was that they redid it or yeah, I think that's I think I'm correct. Okay. Well, listen listen, you 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 got me swinging. That's awesome. Like I said, um, I really appreciate your input on this. Uh, I so w- since we're talking about a newer Arthur episode, I'm still kind of getting used to the animation. I'm getting used to the new intro. Um, I really love the way that the new intro looks. It's basically the same, uh, the same one that we've had from the very beginning, except it's done over with brighter colors and uh, more distinct ink lines on the characters. I think, and and everything is also framed a lot better. I noticed that there's. Some characters in the original intro who are, uh, uh, like, the frame is more centered. They're a little bit smaller so everybody can fit in there. Like on the couch at the beginning when Arthur uh, hugs mom, you can see all of dad and Kate next to them instead of just kind of half of their bodies. So I really liked it. What do you, th- what do you think about it, uh, uh, comparing the old to the new intro? I kind of like it. It's updated a little bit better. And with the part where... Uh... Arthur's mom hugs uh, uh, Arthur. Uh, before that, uh, Kate is crying, but when you get back to it, she's just smiling and blinking and stuff like that. So that's a little odd, but it's an intro. It's supposed to be fantastic. <laughs> that's 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 absolutely right. So what I think I'll do is, as we go through this episode, again, it's Mr. Ratburn and the special someone, uh, I, uh, I'm going to kind of provide a bit of a general description of what's going on. And I know that a lot of your notes uh, have kind of specific observations. So I'd really like to hear from that. So I'll kind of set you up for them. And please let me know if there's anything that I missed. I'm, I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's plenty. Uh, So we start in the classroom here. Mr. Ratburn uh, gave them, gave the kids a reading on lichens and liverworts. Lichen, (laughs) lichens I've heard of before. I've never heard of liverworts in my life. Neither did I. Uh, and he gets a phone call during the class, and it's uh, from somebody dun, named Pat. Dun, Patty. Dun, 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 dun. Was it was it the wedding march? Was the uh, was the uh, cell phone ring? Yeah. Oh, see, you see, I missed that. <laughs> I need I need somebody double checking me. Yeah. Um. So he answers it. It's somebody named Patty that we've never heard of before, talking about floral arrangements. And it turns out, well, when the kids ask, it's for a wedding. In fact, it's for Mr. Ratburn's wedding. <gasps> Yay! <laughs> um, any any anything that you noticed in this uh, opening here? Well, the first time I watched it, I didn't know. Oh, maybe he's uh, preparing for someone else's wedding, and oh, it's his wedding, and I was very surprised at the first time. Uh, and of course, as we as we go along, it's going to take a few uh, twists and turns here. Uh, here's another thing that kind of took me by surprise in the scene after the title card. Uh, we have the kids, we have uh, Arthur Buster, Francine, and Muffy in the Sugar Bowl. Um, the Sugar Bowl's a lot more of a restaurant than I remember it being. Yeah. I don't remember which episode this is from, but I remember uh, from that uh, Leftovers goulash uh, segment in part mm-hmm. of the, that, that episode, uh, where yeah. um, Buster dips a french fry into his ice cream, and Francine and Muffy are disgusted <laughs> by it. <laughs> Uh, me too a little bit I know that some people do that I know that um, uh, people like to go to Wendy's and get the frosty and they kind of dip the french fry in either chocolate or vanilla fry it doesn't appeal to me I don't know about you no it doesn't I don't dip my french fries in anything I just sprinkle salt on it and just eat it 
I can appreciate that. That's the way Jenna likes them too. The the Sugar Bowl is a bit more of a restaurant than I remember, but see, you remembered it uh, that they'd serve other things besides ice cream and milkshakes and stuff like that. Uh, so they're talking about teachers and uh, you know how weird it is that a teacher is getting married. Buster has a couple of thoughts on this. Uh, <laughs> I really, I really like this. This is funny. Um, Buster says that when when teachers go home, they sharpen pencils, eat kale, and dream up homework assignments. I don't think that's how it goes. They're normal people. They have lives. Don't not all of them like kale. If I was a teacher, <laughs> I wouldn't eat kale because I'm a picky eater and I don't like kale. I don't know if I've ever had kale. Like, what? what is it exactly? Is it like a lettuce or something? I don't know. I, I don't think I ever tried it before, but I heard it tastes like soap or something. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> well, there's, well, there's, uh, there's cilantro. I'm the, uh, I'm, I have the regressive gene. Some people have like a regressive gene that makes the spice cilantro taste like soap. So I stay away from that. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, another good one from Buster, who says that teachers don't even sleep. They just go into low power mode and watch documentaries. <laughs> I think my mom said that's kind of true, I think. But no, is, not really. Is your mom a teacher? No. Um, well, I can say that my mother is a teacher. Uh, I don't know if uh, I'll, I'll do a little bit of Mythbusters here. Uh, we don't really, she doesn't really have pencils. She mainly writes in pen. Uh, don't think she eats kale. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure she does sleep, although I can't confirm that. I've never watched her sleep. Uh, and I think she does like documentaries. So eh, mm. kind of true, kind of not true. You know, yeah. decide for yourself. So we get introduced here as Mr. Ratburn comes in with the character named Patty, mm. who he was talking to on the phone. Uh, Patty played by Jane Lynch, who... Uh, was a main character on Glee. She's been in a lot of Christopher Guest movies. It was really nice to hear her voice again. I feel like it's been a long time yeah. uh, since uh, I've kind of seen her on TV. I heard her voice before in a PBS Kids show, uh, Word Girl, in this uh, special type episode. But um, she's the guest star that uh, Bruce Dismore uh, told you about. And um, that's how oh. I discovered your podcast a little bit was from that little fact about season 22 that uh, a guest star is a woman guest star celebrity is going to be in season 22 and so it's kind of like a circle i discovered that a celebrity was going to be on season 22 because of your podcast and now i am guest starring on your podcast about uh that celebrity that I learned about how I and that's how I got to your podcast. Do you see what I'm ta- do you see what I'm talking about? Not only do you have like this amazing Arthur memory, you have a better memory for my show than I do. I forgot that I talked about that with Bruce. <laughs> Thank you for bringing yeah. that up. You yeah, know, it was on yeah, it was on the Arthur wiki. Wait, wait, wait. Hold hold on a second. Are you am I on is that is Elwood City Limits on the Arthur wiki? I don't think so, but they credit <laughs> credit to where that information comes from oh okay well that's a start i'm not saying that we have to be but hey if anybody from the arthur wiki is listening uh love to, love to talk to you get, uh, get at us here we'd love to talk to you uh i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to check that out uh yeah so jane lynch is here as patty she's a very very stylish individual she's got a nice uh kind of swoop of hair she's wearing all white and uh she's very particular about her uh their their lunch order. Mr. Ratburn just has coffee, but she needs 
uh, green tea steeped for exactly three and a half minutes. And she's not playing around. She knows when it's been steeped for less. Yeah, she's a picky eater. And I imagine her that she was a picky eater when she was little. Oh, yes. A very extreme picky eater. Well, she sends back, she also has unbuttered toast that the kids say <laughs> she sent back three times. So yeah. a little a little extreme. Yeah, she's strict. Uh, is there anything uh, at this point, that anything else that you noticed from your notes? The first time that I watched uh, this episode, um, when she was being strict to Mr. Rockburn, I knew that, no, she, he wouldn't marry her. She, she's a terrible person. And... and <laughs> And this, and I didn't know that he, she was his older sister, and it should be obvious, obvious then. But no, and I kind of guessed that he, she was uh, his uh, wedding manager, but I didn't know that he, uh, she was his sister. Okay, so you were, so you were as in the dark as everybody else. So this mm-hmm. is good. This is good. This is good. As we, as we keep going here, the kids are thinking that if Mister Ratburn marries Patty then he's going to become even more strict than before. And Arthur has a dream sequence where Mr. Ratburn sees a, a misplaced comma on Arthur's paper, and he becomes essentially Mr. Rat Hulk, uh, Mr. 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 Rat Banner over here. It's uh, it, I love the animation of him turning into the Hulk. It's, it's a pretty great design. And I also get mad at misplaced commas, so I understand completely. We have a Ratburn. <laughs> Oh, that would make that movie even better. We have a rat <laughs> Um And this is where Muffy introduces, so they start to, this is where they kind of get together a plan to kind of break them up. Muffy introduces this app that she has, which I can't believe isn't a real app, called Hippie Morph, where you can take a photo of someone and morph them into a hippie version of themselves. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen anything like that, except for Snapchat, which I don't have. Mm. Yeah, I don't have Snapchat either, so I don't know if there's a type of filter that can... I know there's, like, the cat one and all those other different ones, the sparkly one, the face tuner that makes you look prettier, uh, allegedly. I don't know. I've, again, never <laughs> used it, but uh, uh, Hippie Morph is right is right out there, per, right there in the open, could be used. Um, so they formulate a plan. This is... A, I actually... I gotta say, I really like this plan. It's a, There's a lot of stages to it. So I the first... You didn't like this plan? No, I didn't like that they were sabotaging this uh, uh, wedding. And it just made me uncomfortable for some reason because I knew that she wasn't the the bride-to-be. And even if she was, it would just feel very uncomfortable because they're tricking Mr. Ratburn to do all this stuff. And I just didn't like it. I think that's fair enough. Um, I, I think I... I more respect the plan than I like it. It's it's like it involves a lot of like uh, forethought. It involves a lot of thinking ahead. But you're right. It's not exactly you know the nice thing to do to somebody. Nope. Uh, so first they need Mr. Ratburn's voice. Uh, so they uh, while he's reading love poems by Pablo Neruda. So Pablo Neruda also uh, in the um, Rhyme for Your Life episode was uh, mentioned in that one as well. So I, I liked yeah. the throwback. This is. This is, oh gosh, this is <laughs> so many years later. I don't want to think about uh, how long ago that was. Uh, so they need, they are getting his voice for, it's like, um, well, remind me, remind me what it was if you can. Um, they, they, it was like some kind of a project of him reading out poetry? Uh, no, he was uh, reading the book and it's a picture book. 
I forget what it is, but it has to do with unicorns or penguins or unicorn penguins or something like that. I, I don't remember, but it was just a picture book that he has to read. That's right. I remember the uh, the penguin feet thing that we hear later on. <laughs> so they get his they get his voice on a flash drive, and then they manage to pair it up with Mister Ratburn's uh, picture in Hippie Morph, and then and then Francine puts her hat and trench coat on, and then drops it off to Patty at the at the sugar bowl. Did you did you like Francine's disguise? I think so, but it's just very cringy that uh, what she says to her. He's not what you think he is. It's just very cringy. <laughs> well, and it ends it ends up backfiring as they are kind of, you know, expecting Patty to be heartbroken that, you know, it turns out Mr. Ratburn is this poetry loving hippie or something and she's they just see her laughing at it, which I, I would too. Uh, so I appreciated that. They they do have a second plan. This one I'm not as on board with. It's not quite as clever and it is uh at the end of the episode it is a little weird. Uh, so they plan to put Mr. Ratburn and Miss Turner together so that they can break up Mr. Ratburn and Patty. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this one, this one I'm not so much into. Uh-uh. Mr. Ratburn and Mrs. Tur- Miss Turner are, uh, shipped, uh, Oh, really? I, yeah. Um, I think it's since, uh, an episode, um, Dancing, and uh, Dancing Fool season 11, um, episode 6B from 2007, and they were entering the dance competition. Okay, okay. It's, we've, we've, we will be getting to that... Hmm. I'm going to say that with all hope, we'll get to that episode next year, like later <laughs> next year. Yeah. But uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look out for that. That's going to be especially interesting given where this episode ends up going. Mm-hmm. So in order to put them together, they go to Patrick's Chocolates since 1963, the sign says. <laughs> now, we haven't seen Patrick before, right? This is the first time? I think this is the first time. I think I've seen the, this uh, store before. I mean, the outside of the store before, but I don't, I've never seen him. He, he's new. I remember also, I looked up the credits for this voice actor. He's also the voice of Bo Baxter, which is Buster's dad's name? Yes. Okay, I wasn't I wasn't sure about that, <laughs> but I, I I did want to point out. So Arthur and Francine go to this to the chocolatier, and he's got this uh, this new kind of what was it half half dark half semi sweet Mexican chocolate with a hint of orange. He calls the Frida Kahlo, which is a, a joke I appreciate. Kids look up Frida Kahlo, uh, and yeah, he has such a pleasant voice. He reminds <laughs> me a bit of Lin Manuel Miranda from Hamilton. Yeah. And I like the part when he says, Welcome to Patrick's. Chocolate's for any occasion. Or just because you love chocolate. <laughs> he even offers them, like, you know, he's. He, this is great customer service, I gotta say. He says he can uh, package them up, the chocolates, or if they'd like to eat it here, he can give them a glass of milk. I don't know many chocolatiers that would offer you a glass of milk <laughs> to enjoy chocolate with. Yeah, he's a very nice guy. Later on in the episode, it becomes very clear why yeah. they decided to make Patrick a cho- uh, a chocolatier. The first time watching it, it's like, oh, that's him. I think that's Mr. Ratburn's fiance, but I wasn't so sure because are they going to do that? Is this a red herring or something like that? Or right. I wasn't sure, but it's just just staring you in the face. Oh, this is Mr. Ratburn's fiance. <laughs> of course he of course he would uh be ma- marrying a, cho- a chocolatier with his with mr ratburn's sweet tooth yes 
it's pretty perfect. <laughs> so uh, they do another thing where as they're leaving class, Miss, uh, Bus- Buster and Muffy are putting out there that uh, there's what what is the event that they want Mr. Ratburn and Miss Turner to go together? Uh, I think it's a, about a, I think it's a convention or something of lichen and uh, liver warts and but liver, right yes. Yeah. Um, yes, thank you very much. Uh, and so they're trying to, uh, set them up to go together. And there's even, was it, so I remembered part of this. Uh, Muffy says there's non-alcoholic champagne and cake as well. Is it, was it cake? I don't remember, but I remember her saying non-alcohol champagne. It's just a little strange. I don't expect there to be a reference to alcohol on Arthur, even though, you know, non-alcoholic is fine, but it's just like, oh, yeah, I guess alcohol would exist in Arthur's world. Yeah, and um, I remember from an episode, uh, I don't remember which season it's from. Uh, I think it's called Strangers on a Train. It's a Sue Ellen episode, and before before the title card, um, when they exit to the train, there's these uh, three signs, and I don't know what the other two are for, but one above it is um, a sign for no smoking. So. Oh, weird. Yeah. Uh-huh. Can't imagine an Arthur character smoking either. <laughs> yeah. Just world's colliding a little bit. They say that to Mr. Ratburn. He says, I'm sorry with the wedding planning. There's, uh, you know, I don't have enough time, which I completely understand. Once it gets into crunch time around the wedding, everything goes topsy-turvy it's just uh you gotta hold on to your seat and just go with it um so they decide to (laughs) i love this uh they decide to create a fake love note for allegedly from mr rapper to give to miss turner yeah because muffy i love how this is still a running joke on the show of muffy just having terrible penmanship like she (laughs) Is not a very not very good at vocabulary or spelling, and so they give her the job. Like this has been going on for like decades at this point, and the 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 letter she drafts is very funny. And what's even better is that not only you know seeing the spelling mistakes and everything, but also having it read in Mister Ratburn's voice. <laughs> yeah, that makes it very cringy for me the first time I was watching it. It's like a library of love. Yeah, library of love. <laughs> uh, some of my favorites were Page Tuner. Uh, there was a line where he says, like the lonely moon above. <laughs> he also says library twice, which I appreciated. And from Nigal Ratburn. <laughs> so thankfully, Miss Turner, very smart lady, uh, immediately sees through it, gives it back to Muffy with a how to write poetry book. Mm-hmm. And then we come to, well, the wedding. It's this, this I liked. I appreciated that it's explained by uh, Patty that Mr. Rapper invited all of his students and their families to attend his wedding. That's really nice of him. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I remember going to a teacher's wedding before. I don't remember it that well, but I remember she was uh, being remarried to someone else. And I remember being there. I don't remember the whole wedding or anything like that. Well, that was really cool. I like just to account for that many extra guests. That's uh, I, I, I'm glad that I'm glad that you mentioned that because I, this kind of seemed like all people wouldn't do this in real life, but maybe they have. Uh, and if yeah. if you've ever been invited to a teacher's wedding, email into the show. That, that sounds like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So we see here that Patty is the MC of the wedding. She's also the uh, I guess the justice of the peace who's going to be officiating. 
and they they kind of see her up there. At this point, the kids have the plan that they're going to uh, 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 formally object to the union of Mr. Ratburn and assumedly Patty, and they're going to do it all together. They have it all written out, and they go to do it, and they kind of see Patty up there, and they get a little bit nervous, and Francine's just like, we think this tent looks really pretty. <laughs> and and uh, so they don't say it. And so they realize that Patty is the one officiating the wedding. We even see a cameo from way back in season one of Rodentia Ratburn, Mr. Ratburn's other sister. Yep. And uh, I think she was mentioned in, uh, in another episode before called Desk Wars. I don't remember if her name was mentioned, but I just remembered that Ratburn said, I am now an uncle or whatever, something like that. And oh, awesome. We're going to be getting to that one actually pretty soon. I'll have to, I'm going to have to keep an ear out for that one. So then the kids are like, well, wait a minute. If uh, Patty says that, you know, she's very proud of her baby brother, Nigel. <laughs> so wait, if Pat, if he's not marrying Patty, who's he getting married to? And here, here they come down the aisle in a very nice uh, Patrick and red, Mr. Ratburn in a green uh, suit, uh, of suit vests no that's not the word just vests. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so it's mr ratburn and patrick mm-hmm. getting married and everybody's really happy we actually we don't see any of the ceremony we cut to the end here uh everybody loves the cake i'm so curious what type of cake mr ratburn would have of his wedding <laughs> and i think his older sister was in charge of that part because he probably would want chocolate cake or something like that well, hey, nothing wrong with, or maybe brownie cake, like at the end yeah. of that episode. Uh, so good that he followed it from his car. Um, so the kids are like, you know, this is a great wedding. Mr. Ratburn's married. It's a whole new world. But there's one thing teachers should never do, and that's dance. And we end off the episode on Mr. Ratburn and Patrick cutting a rug on the dance floor. Ratburn's got some moves. He's doing like the, the Russian step dance. He does like a twirl. He's, he's practically like a ballerina. Dum, 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 The disco music. Oh, the disco music. And yeah, this is the episode that so many people have been talking about, mainly positively. I'm happy to say a lot of people are as, and, and I mean, we're recording this at the point where uh, gay rat wedding has been trending on uh, social media. Yep. But we've also, it's also been a little bit controversial in some parts of the United States specifically. Yep. So tell me about, uh, I remember talking with you about this, Viv, about the first time you watched this episode with your family. Can you tell me about your reaction to uh, to Mr. Ratburn and Patrick and uh, kind of what your experience was with that? Um. Well, my mom was next to me, but um, my experience was like, is he really marrying him? Are they getting married? And I was kind of confused because I didn't, I forgot the normal wedding thing that you do walking down the aisle. So I was confused yeah. until Francine says it's a brand new world. And like, oh, he really did got married to Patrick. So you were pretty happy about it? Yes. And I was kind of expecting, hoping that would happen by the title of the show. Before I watched the show, I knew about the title. I was like, I wonder if he's going to be gay. I wonder if they're going to do that. I hope they will. And when I was watching it online because I wasn't able to watch it on TV because it was too late, I noticed that the thumbnail of uh, Mr. Rapper and some lady was like, oh, darn, no, no, he's not going to get married. He's not gay or anything. I was like, <laughs> well, I guess I, I know now he's not 
getting married to a man now than than later on, so I won't be disappointed. So that's a good thing. But no, he's gay. Yay. He's gay, yay. I absolutely agree. Um, Before we kind of get into a little bit more of what's been going on outside of the episode, what did you think of Mr. Ratburn and the special someone, Viv? I didn't really like it that much, but... Okay. Well, I didn't like the the sabotage thing and the twist, and I wish Mr. Ratburn and Patrick were talking to each other because we don't really know much about their relationship, and... This is kind of a creative difference, and I just uh, wish that we knew this whole time, and uh, maybe one kid is confused about it or something, because I would be confused when I was eight years old, but that was a long time ago. But mm. anyway, I just hope for in a future episode that they will de- develop that relationship. I agree with you. I really hope that they take this uh, opportunity. It's especially... You know, when you think about the controversy and talking about specifically referring to uh, Alabama refusing to air the episode, there was, I think it was Arkansas as well, refused to air air it. Yes, uh, there was another news item. This is is coming after, so we talked about this, Lucas and I, a couple of episodes ago on Elwood City Limits. You can check out, I believe it was episode 98. Um, Yeah, it's Arkansas public television also uh, refused to air. Yeah, boo indeed. And it's just, it's so, it's the most inoffensive way that you could portray two people of the same gender being in love uh-huh. and, and getting married. And not that that's something that you need to, you know, shield the children's eyes from at all. It's just, it seems so silly. Yeah. Um, and I agree with you, Viv. Uh, I actually, this was a good introduction to the newer side of Arthur. I found myself getting used to the animation, the Flash animation by the end of it. So I'm kind of... I'm okay with I'm a little bit more okay with that now. Yeah. Uh but I I do want to see more. I know what you're talking about. Uh I want more of Patrick. He seems like a delightful person. Mm-hmm. I want to see more of their relationship yeah. and uh hopefully they'll be able to do that. I wanted to uh I wanted to tell you about this news item that came up today. So again, we talked about everything, all of the quote-unquote controversy going on around this episode. So over in Alabama, a there is a Methodist church that is going to be screening this episode of Arthur. Yeah. Uh, so in, in the same state that said, no, we don't want that on public television, uh, as part of the uh, Birmingham, Alabama's Sidewalk Film Festival and Shout LGBTQ Film Festival, they're going to be serving wedding cake and sparkling apple juice at a uh, Alabama Methodist church and screening Mr. Ratburn and the special someone. Yay. So. Yeah, I mean, even in you know, in light of these kind of not these crummy things that are happening in response to this episode, there are just as many people coming out supporting it and uh, saying that it means something to people. So it's it's a little bit of you take the good with the bad situation, and thankfully, there's been more good than bad. Before we end off here, Viv, were there any other uh, notes about the episode that you wanted to talk about or uh, anything like that? Um. Well, there are a few more, but there's one that I meant to interrupt you um, with. (laughs) Um, I wrote down word by word of what they were going to say, and I think this defines defines who Patrick is. Um, Yes. And it goes like this. We care for our teacher, and he deserves to be happy. To be with someone who is nice, kind, fun to be with. Someone who likes him... Likes him just the way he is. And that's it. 
I think we both agree that uh, hopefully Patrick is that uh, is that kind of guy. He is. Well, Viv, uh, that's going to do it. Thank you very much for being the first guest on the uh, the ECL Flash Forward. This is kind of a new thing, so hopefully this will be our way to dip into newer episodes uh, of Arthur. And I couldn't think of anybody better to uh, to do it with. And I want to thank you very much for being with me today. You're welcome. Is there uh, so? Can you let everybody know where they can find you online? Uh, on YouTube, I am Arthur and Buster BFL. And the and is the symbol of the and, and BFFL is all capitalized, and it might be very difficult to find me, but that's my username. And uh, my Twitter uh, is uh, at KitKatValerieRIE, and Wattpad at ValerieSkies, Valerie Skies. And those are all the things that I'm active on. Um, now, and of course, before we before we end off here, thank you everybody uh, for taking a listen today. Make sure to check out Val uh, Val. Viv, excuse me. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Make sure to check out Viv on uh, <laughs> on every possible way that you can. That she's active online, and thank you again, Viv. It's been really nice talking to you about this. You too. And I'm sure we'll have to do it again sometime. Of course. All right. So for Elwood City Limits, the first flash forward episode. Uh, My name is Will Young, and for Viv, it's a brand new world. We'll see you next time.